It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy with Coach Pal, the man, the plan, the one, the only, the one and only, John Malika. John, my guy, how you doing today, bro? How you feeling? It's another day. We're getting another day closer to the New York Knicks playing basketball, being in training camp, and all these articles are dropping. We're hearing Manuel quickly potentially getting more playing time. Donovan Mitchell thought he was close to being home and he wanted to be home because he hasn't been home and living in that area for such a long time. And then we also, uh, you know, we got some, uh, re- we got some new, sig- we got some re-signings and new signings. All right. We re-signed Ryan Archidiakono. Uh, he's coming back. And then we got Zvi Mikhailik. I don't even know how to pronounce that last name. It is tough. You're probably better than me. Mikhailik. I don't even know. I'm, I'm butchering his name. I'm sorry for you, man. I got to learn once the season comes. I don't even know who you are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we got two signatures, some topics. How are you feeling, man? What's going on with you today? Everything is good with me, man. It's, you know, October is right around the corner. So, you know, we have uh, MLB teams clinching, right? Whether that's the Astros, whether that's the New York Mets. The, the other team, and we're waiting on the Bronx here, but not only that, we're chasing Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, 59 home runs, 16 games left, but, you know, this one is, it's not over yet, but it's the bottom of the seventh during the, the stretch here versus the Pirates, sitting here at 4-4. So we're, we're, we're uh, kind of in two different, two different streaks here. We're trying to make the playoffs, win the division, and we're also trying to see how many home runs Aaron Judge gets. Uh, I, I got the last series that Saturday game versus the Orioles. I, I got I got some left field seats, so hopefully I uh, let's go. I get a little lucky there, so you know I'm hyped about the Yankees, the Jets. I mean, check out our last Jets episode. I I, I am over the hills uh, with the New York Jets, but NFL football in general has been amazing. College football, I've been hot. Check us out, the Winning Picks Weekly on our YouTube. Uh, the Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC YouTube. Like and subscribe there. Hit the notification. You can see our Jets episodes there where we recap every single game uh, after. And then we do the preview uh, for the upcoming week. So we got, we're got we on to Cincinnati this week. So uh, we'll be previewing that episode coming up when the injury reports come out. We got the Knicks stuff here. The Yankees are rolling. Dude, the Rangers opener is in less than a month. The, the, the home opener in the Garden, less than a month. They're playing the same team we lost in Tampa Bay Lightning in the playoffs. I mean, we're, we're back. And then right before you know it, one month later, it's going to be World Cup. Just in the mix of all this. But, dude, we're, we're, this is the next episode. We, you, you always talk about one Jets drive. They're dropping a new episode, actually, coming up. I'm hyped to watch that one. But, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> and they're teasing it a little bit on their Twitter. But, yo, the Knicks don't have one Jets drive. NBA doesn't have hard knocks. But this is the Knicks version of propaganda. This is this is officially the time where we're going to watch D-Rose 
on the the weight the the ball uh you know balancing uh, every single year we get the same video and we're gonna see Julius Randle dribbling uh, you know, oh we already got that video bro we already got that video. We, that, that dropped last week, and I already made the comment on that. I was like, it's nice to see that Randall's handles are getting tighter, but uh, please, for the love of God. Our boys, our boys let the offense run through Jalen Brunson. Let Randall do limited <laughs> playmaking. We'll Same with RJ. Let, we'll let them do limited play. Limited. <laughs> we'll get, we'll unlimited. Like Russell Wilson, who has been poor to start the season, but uh, limited. Greg has, some, Greg has something to say about that. We'll check out winning picks weekly. Uh, to get some, some, yeah, I'm sure off. he's got the fire and the ammo to talk about Russell Wilson. I'm sure, but, but yeah, so I'm hyped, man. I'm hyped. Uh, uh everything is good in Rangers land. Uh, the Knicks propaganda again machine has started. Everything is good. Uh, Archie, I can all come back. That sounds good. I'm, 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 I'm not so sure we're going to go in with this lineup, uh, still, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with, with Fournier. He just finished his, uh, his Eurobasket league, unfortunately lost to Spain. But shout out to, uh, oh my God, I, for, I forgot his name. I want to say Bo Nix, but it's not Bo Nix. Bo Nix, the quarterback for Oregon. Uh, that's where my mind is right now. But uh, <laughs> Bo, whatever. Hernandez from, <laughs> um, whatever, from the, from the movie. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so, oh, you're talking Wancho Hernan Gomez? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what's his? Uh, Wancho? Yep. No, yeah, what's, Wancho. His, yeah, what's his, what in the movie? His brother's name? Oh, it's no, Bo. In the movie. Yeah, it's Bo. Bo what? Uh... Oh my God! Anyway, in hustle. That's how I'm. Yeah, whatever. That, that, that's where my mind is. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm hyped, dude. It's the fall. Bo Cruz. Bo Cruz. Bo Cruz. There it is. There it is. So yeah, it's shorts and hoodie weather. Uh, playoff baseball. Both cities. Uh, both teams. NBA. Knicks coming back fresh. Even the Pistons are hyped. Everybody's hyped right now. Everyone's O and O everywhere. I feel like so everybody has the hopium. Even the Jets are one and one. The, the Giants haven't lost and they're playing on Monday night. Everything is good in New York land, dude. Everything is good in New York right now. But this is the Knicks podcast. We got to get ready for the Knicks, man. We got the Knicks as I, we got the Knicks upcoming, uh, preseason schedule. You know, they're going to be right here. October's right around the corner, man. We'll be playing and we're going to be right back into the whole analysis. We're going to have football, basketball, baseball all, all in the full swing. But let's get into this Knicks talk. Man. World All right. Cup, Imba- insane. This is insane. In- in- that's in the World Cup this. too. Yeah, that's that's November too. <laughs> Woo, that, everything's right around the corner. But let's get into these talks. Let's start off with Donovan Mitchell first because you know he went on. Uh, he he spoke to Brian Windhorst. We got the whole. Sh- we got the Could this whole. Be the last news- time. Could this no. be the last no. time we talk about no. Donovan Mitchell on this pod until no. we play Cleveland? Because I'm I'm so done with this, dude. No, I'm so. I- I I'm starting to hate Donovan Mitchell, and it has nothing to do with Donovan Mitchell. No, the answer is no. We are not done talking about Donovan Mitchell because uh, look, as everything starting to like make me cringe, like starting to bug me. As everything with uh when it comes to the Knicks and potential signings, we cannot stop talking about. Look, man, we even still continue to talk about how we almost had LeBron. We hear stories about LeBron and all this stuff, and we had a meeting with him. Look, it will never end. Okay. Donovan Mitchell, almost a Nick. We heard on Brian Windhorst that he thought it was pretty close to him being a New York Nick. All right. We even have, uh, on SNY, Ian Begley talked about it, uh, on Macri's podcast for Nick's film school and how the whole negotiation process was a delicate situation. Of course, you hear about 
how the Utah Jazz and Dallas Mavericks did, how, like how World Wide West, Randall, and, and all the other guys were there for for the first round of the playoffs between those two teams. And then you hear the the intensity between uh, Rosas uh, and and, and Utah's. Uh, I forget the the I forget the front office guy. I think it's Zanuck. I think it was Zanuck for for the Utah Jazz. And just like how their whole trade talks started to go downhill, it's interesting, man. Very very interesting. Donovan Mitchell, like I said, thought he was going to be a Nick. It me it makes me think that. If he thought he was about to be a New York Nick, there, there's something went astray. And I don't think it's necessarily all trade at this point, all, uh, all, all an actual, like the value of the players and the draft picks feel like there was a little, oh, bad faith negotiation using a little bit of emotions that came in here. What do you, th- what's your thought process before I get into mine? I mean, I actually agree with that sentiment. I, I I don't think there was much communication from Utah to Donovan Mitchell. And from all reports, I mean, we know the facts that he was around New York, that he was, you know, doing the camps in his hometown, that he was hanging out with IQ, even like to like two nights before he got traded, by the way. That's why we were all going crazy. And I wonder if that's what he was referring to. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's probably coming from the Knicks. You know what I mean? They're like, yo. We're going to put an RJ Barrett into this deal. We're going to put in all these picks. We're giving them a mega deal, dude. We're going to, you're coming. Like they, they can't say, no, we, we have outbid everyone. The deadline is coming up for that. We all put it in the sand and you'll be here. And I think that happened, you know, the night before uh, that RJ extension, right? Because <laughs> Utah said, no, that was Sunday. That, that was the heart, you know, that was the line in the sand. Nick signed RJ. Then it became, you know, uh, a complete hard red line that Donovan Mitchell's not coming. So I, I actually believe this report is true. But man, you know what my sentiment is, dude, I just I personally I'm so done. I don't I don't care anymore. I we were just we we're doing two things. We are one trying to soften the blow to the Knicks fan base, saying, look, because oh, you know, obviously Leon Rose is on the hot seat. We all know Coach Chibs is on the hot seat. It's signaling, you know, look, we tried. It's softening the entire blow, right? It's like, yo, listen, we put all this on the table. It didn't work out. Even Donovan Mitchell thought he was coming. Okay, RJ got the extension instead. Didn't work out. On the other hand, it's just the same, it's the same old Knicks stuff. It's just the same old Knicks for clicks where it's like, okay, the Knicks almost got Donovan Mitchell. Okay, sounds good. Add him to the list. Now, every time Donovan Mitchell scores... Every time Donovan Mitchell gets, you know, 27 points are over, it's going to be like, oh, my goodness, how stupid are the Knicks? The Knicks lost today to, you know, Orlando at home, and Donovan Mitchell scored 45 with Cleveland, and they won a game, and they're, you know, top five in the East, and the Knicks are, you know, fighting for the eighth spot right now or the 10th spot. You know, I, and that's why it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It just doesn't matter anymore. Like. I don't. I just wish that we could have this NFL football mentality where it's like, we, you know, I already said it. Where like the Jets are on Cincinnati, we make that joke. You know, when the Patriots were, you know, uh, Bill Belichick was like, was saying he's on Cincinnati because he had a terrible game. I wish we could just do that. I wish, as the New York Knicks fan base, we could just move on from Donovan Mitchell. And I just hope this is the last 
wave. Like this is the last wave into the shore. No, like it's, it's over. I, it has to be, dude. There's nothing else. The last, the last possible thing think. is, the last <laughs> possible thing is Cavs coming to town. Okay, and then if the Cavs are bad for two years, like if they fall out of the playoffs early, then we can start the conversation. Donovan Mitchell going to be a free agent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Th- th- then we can start the talk. But I am, lo- I am really looking forward to not. Talking about Donovan Mitchell on the New York Knicks roster for, you know, the next one to two years at the very least. But yeah, go off, I, bro. Go off. Tell yeah. me. Tell me. I, I know you. I know. I know you have. I know you have feelings and, and more thoughts about forty-five. Not Jericho Sims. Donovan Mitchell, Spider, your boy from your hometown, not coming yeah. to the Knicks. I know it's still a sore topic, and it's going to be a sore topic, Alex, until tip-off. Or until yeah. at least the preseason. Yeah, look, I'm not like I'm over it, but just seeing more and more as you hear more and more from from Donovan Mitchell's side, and he said a lot without saying a lot. You understand? <laughs> Nothing, it's, bro. No, like no, it really did. He's like, I I thought for sure. Like this is what he this is the quote. I thought for sure I was going back home. I'm not going to lie about that. But when I found out where I was headed. Who I was playing with, the group, the team, the coaching staff. I couldn't be more happy. I couldn't be happy, more happier to be here. Okay. He says that in his interview. And then when it comes to, uh, about the trade speculation, he said, honestly, I had no idea. My agent, Austin Brown called me on Wednesday and said, you're going to Cleveland. I, and like I said, my reaction was what it was all summer. I didn't really say much. I kind of just let you guys, meaning the media, do what you guys do to be honest. See, I don't believe that whatsoever. And, and here's, you can't say I thought for sure I was going back home. That means something was communicated to you. Okay. That means something was heavily communicated to you, whether it's from Danny Ainge, whether that whatever back channels the Knicks had, something was communicated to him saying the deal is going to get done. You're going to be a Nick. Okay. Maybe it was a front office uh, of Utah saying, Hey, we're going to try to get you to New York. Okay. Maybe it was, uh, the Knicks front office saying, Hey, man, we know. You know, you're represented by CAA, Leon Rosen, everybody, the, the connection over there. We're trying to get you back to New York. He definitely thought he was coming back to New York. I also think it has something to do with the reporters in the media, too. I think he's also reading the same reports that we are on top was, of what you said. Like he's hearing from the inside, but also he's reading Woj. He's reading Shams. He's reading Mark Stein. He's reading the same Yahoo articles from Chris Haynes that we are. And it's just so funny. Like, I don't, he's not he's, to the he's podcast, reading the athletic, but he's reading it. Yeah. He's reading, the, he's reading these like deep dives into him and the trade. Definitely. Yeah. So how can you not when you, and, and to add that, right? Sure. He's not going to be, he's not going to say he's going to, he's upset to go to Cleveland. He's a true professional. He's a professional throughout the entire sure. trade negotiations. He didn't come out, request a trade to go to New York. He didn't do any of that. He kept low key. He was showing that he was in New York this entire time. Enjoyed being back home, hanging out with Knicks. He hung out with Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly. Okay. We, we had the whole spiel, had the whole spiel. I think something went wrong between, and like, we know that we know things got heated. We, we heard it from, from Windhorse. We heard it from Woj. We heard it got ticky tacky. I'm going to put this back on the jazz side because Danny Ainge can't lose a trade. I don't think there was ever any true goodwill in him actually trying to do 
a negotiation with the Knicks. I think he, he was, was trying never to drive, coming to the Knicks. I thought he, I think never at the end of the day, it was just him trying to raise the price, show what the Knicks were trying to offer, and then get what any other team was willing to offer and take it. Because yes. if you're Danny Ainge, you take the Knicks deal 10 out of 10 times. We had, like I, we said it on the pop. No, if you're not Danny Ainge, if you're anybody else. <laughs> Even if you're, you're right, if you're anybody yeah. else, you're taking the Knicks trade. But still, Danny Ainge should have taken that Knicks that Knicks deal. Even Bill Simmons and Ryan Russell talking about how you take that Emmanuel quickly, RJ, especially RJ Barrett and Knicks picks all day long. You look at the history of the Knicks and how they've been. How do you not take the gamble that the Knicks are probably going to mess up, especially if you give all, up, all if you take all of the Knicks uh, assets to continuously build a team? How do you not take that deal? So that's where I come down saying. This is clear. Danny Ainge at the Utah Jazz just didn't want to give, didn't want to trade with the Knicks. It's not that they didn't want to give. They didn't want to trade with the Knicks. They didn't want to do it on good faith. That's how I feel. I'm saying it's over for right now until we get the next Donovan Mitchell article saying, well, here's more of the story that's coming out because it's going to all trickle out until Donovan Mitchell retires. Everyone in the front offices are retired. And then you get the whole backstory, like how we get blood in the, uh, blood in the garden by that's Chris Herring. And, and that's how you're going to find out how Donovan Mitchell almost became a Nick. Yeah, so, we're going to get that whole story. So that book, Chris Herring, Blood in the Garden, turns out they're going to make a little docu series. Looking forward uh, to it with Spike Lee. So that that's going to be really fun, and that's going to hype up the fan base. That's going to be our version of the Last Dance uh, for the Knicks. Is Even that? Though, of course, we didn't. You sure? Win. You, you sure that? You sure that's going to be the version, and not the other HBO docu series that we got coming out about uh, Jeremy Lin and Lynn Sandy? Well, We'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get into that coming up. Well, let's just close off this Donovan Mitchell uh, segment here. Listen, man, I agree with you that this kind of points to Danny Ainge never wanting to trade with the Knicks, not negotiating in good faith. And more than that, him hanging out with the Knicks was kind of the – I just feel like the last straw to the Knicks brass and active players showing up to that Jazz Dallas playoff game in Dallas, right? Like it, it ruffled feathers. They were ruffling feathers from the beginning all the way to the end. Danny just didn't want to do it with the Knicks. It wasn't in good faith. And then moving on to why Donovan Mitchell is acting the way he is, he's going to be a free agent in a couple of years when this salary cap is about to explode. So he's looking for a good deal. He's going to want a max somewhere. And he's not, he's not going to want the – listen, man. Donovan Mitchell has a lot to prove. He didn't win a lot in Utah. He had a problem with the all-star center that, you know, netted four first-round picks. So, obviously, somebody likes him. And now he moved on to Cleveland. We're all talking about how they have a good roster. He's talking about how they have a good roster. If he doesn't cut it in two years, it's going to be like, okay, first of all, and then he he wants to leave. It's going to be like, okay, first of all, this guy can't win, regardless of what you put around him. And second of all, is he a problem? You know what I mean? Didn't work out in Utah. Wanted you know wanted to leave. Didn't work out in Cleveland. We'll see what happens. So he's playing for his. He, he has to stay professional. Yes. And he and and he's gonna have to put up on the court because he's playing for a max contract in two years, and the salary cap's gonna be insane. So yeah, I'll, I'll push. I, I'm ready. I'm ready for the two years. Donovan Mitchell talk, but unless it's the Cavs coming into town, I am. Done. I'm done. With so you, you, I mean, you, I mean, you loved and you always called Berman's pieces about how Donovan Mitchell is going to be a Nick. I mean, before it even happened. Listen, so, dude. 
before that Cleveland game, the hit pieces come. There's going to be a, a crazy article. It's going to ruffle a lot of feathers when he shows up. I mean, listen, the Knicks. It's already in the drafts. It's already in the draft. But I'm saying the Knicks themselves thought that. Like, they. The yeah, Utah I mean, Jazz they operated was, it. They I'm operated like, it like U- that. Like, the Utah Jazz was part of their premium tier for tickets this year. Why? Because they thought Donovan Mitchell was going to come to the Knicks. And now they can't change it. It's too late to change it because the tickets are already out. And now Cleveland wasn't, I mean, they were still uh, up there, but they weren't, you know, as high as the Utah game. The Utah game's a prime time for the nation. That's going to be the, that might be literally, stamp it right now, the worst national televised NBA game of the season. <laughs> The Knicks versus probably. the Jazz. Nobody wants probably. to watch that. Yeah, probably. I haven't. I haven't. I don't. I don't know all the other. The rest of the, the primetime games, but it's definitely up there. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, it's definitely up there. I mean, for parts of last season, the Pelicans were were poor uh, primetime uh, games that you had too. So it happens. It happens. But that just shows you the NBA doesn't know the the inner workings of every other organization. That's what they're trying to negotiate. And, and everybody and so thought. Far. Yeah, everybody thought. And everybody thought it's coming. But yeah, yeah. Dude, but the, the the one thing I'll say, the one thing I want to push back is that yes, Donovan Mitchell does. Yeah, I agree with you that Donovan Mitchell needs to perform in Cleveland because it was underwhelming in Utah. Now he's entering his prime. You're talking about playing with other youthful players. It's not you're playing with Mike Connolly or Ricky Rubio, all stars, Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward, current all stars who are 25 and younger. Right? We're we're talking about a true young team. Now you got to win. You're going to be that veteran on the team that has at least second round experience. You have to make they were good at last least year. you have to make conference finals. You have to make conference finals uh, being on the that's Cleveland Cavaliers. You have you have to have never done that. And he's never done that. That's all. That's I mean, the, without LeBron, you mean? Yes. They Cavs have not His done Cavs that. Team. Yes. But you have to. I mean, you just traded so much. And as you noted, Donovan Mitchell will be a free agent in 2025. Can opt out. He, okay, he can okay, go. Yeah. He, can, I, he can go do that. I can't wait to talk. I can't wait to talk about Donovan Mitchell around the 2024 trade deadline. But the one Call thing I then. do, the one thing I do, <laughs> the, the, the thing I do want to push back on is that I don't think he'll be considered a problem. I think what he'll be looked at is someone like not a problem where he's well, a walker. I agree. I don't think. I don't think that. I, I, well, I think I, he has to. I think he has to make sure of that and starts now by talking about keeping the Knicks in his good graces, keeping the Jazz in his good graces, keeping the cat. You know what I'm saying? He's Everybody's good with him somehow, some way. He forced a trade from the Jazz. Everybody knew it. The Knicks fan base is, is ticked off, and he went to Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? So he he's kind of like maneuvering around three fan bases here, and he's keeping it kosher with not only the fan base but also the media. The media could turn on him in two seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like they did with mm-hmm. LeBron. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're the ones that turned on LeBron and made us all hate him also. You know what I mean? They, they I, perpetuated I it. I look at Mitchell as a guy who can get into that like Clyde Drexler type of name where he's just, he's a good player. But if you never, if you have like only one finals appearance or if you don't win at all, like that's who you're going to be. Even if you just make it to conference finals, it's kind of that stratosphere that his name will be kept in if he doesn't, especially if he doesn't take it to like multiple conference finals. You have to go multiple conference finals with the Cleveland Cavaliers. If the Cavs make it to the Eastern Conference finals this year, that is a hell of a season. Oh, for sure. I don't think that's going to happen, but that would be a hell of a season. But speaking of hell of a season, I know you want to talk about my your boy, <laughs> Jeremy you know Lin. You know what my, it my is. Sh- my, my jersey is upstairs, <laughs> but you got your jersey down here. Yeah, if you all haven't heard, HBO is releasing a series uh, 
or a documentary. I don't know if it's going to be a docu series or, or I think a it's just, I think it's just one documentary, it's, it's just one uh, documentary from HBO about okay. the one game. Okay, so around the one game too. The one game. Okay, so we're we're getting a documentary on Jeremy Lin's Lin Sanity from HBO, which I'm sure will be fantastic. I'm looking forward to watching it. I think it's going to be great. However, <laughs> and this is however. The Knicks need to win a championship, man, because my goodness, or we need to at least have something like the 90s Knicks, because my goodness, to have a documentary on insanity, as much as it is a great accomplishment for him, for Asian Americans, and everyone out there for the New York Knicks, as, as a spectacular G League accomplishment for him, I feel like we continuously come back to insanity way too many times for as short as a span that it was, because outside of the two weeks, I mean, it was magical. I had a great time. Love win. But I feel like we go a little too much in uh, 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 on the win sanity sometimes. Well, okay. Well, well, first of all, I can't blame. I can't blame them for going hard on win sanity. Because first of all, not only was he a fun story, like for the fans, and you said Asian Americans and the G League, but yo. He came in to the New York Knicks and was the best point guard we for that stretch. He was the best point guard we saw in decades, which was unbelievable. And I understand why you're pissed. <laughs> you know, I'm not general. pissed. I'm not pissed. I'm, I'm not pissed. Why you're ticked it. off? You're just like, dude, more nonsense. Like, you know, you want, it's you, just, want, you, want, you, just want, you just want that one DVD, you want that one commercial with the one DVD that says the Knicks won the championship, <laughs> you know, come celebrate. Give that you know, to me. Yes, yeah, give me that. I got you. I got you. Cause I dream of that for all my teams. I've only seen those commercials with the Yankees. Uh, Same. but yet yeah, I, 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 I understand your sentiment here, but You're hyped. You're hyped. You're hyped for it. You're, you're excited for the. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, 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 I don't. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to go OD. But listen, first of all, there's a Kobe Bryant angle. Okay, so they're getting, That's the one game we're talking about. Where I think he dropped 38 on the Lakers. And yep. and not only is there a Kobe Bryant angle in general, but I'm pretty sure there was some sort of interaction before the game uh, where they're asking like, "Do you know who Jeremy Lin is?" Uh, or, uh, I'm forgetting. Yeah, and Kobe you know, essentially was like, "Who?" Exactly. Yeah, yes. Essentially. Exactly. Yes. So they're gonna go through all that. Plus, I think it's we're understating a little bit the the way he went from the G League, from Ivy League school to the G League to multiple NBA contracts, like not just one. For uh, sure, we're talking about like a guy a, who didn't have a contract who was living on couches in White Plains, like, bro. My hometown, Landry Fields, with Landry yeah. Fields. Shout out to him. And you know, he was getting he was like the highest he was like the highest memorabilia selling, and that and that's where it jumps yeah. to. I guess this is the sensitive topic, right? Where we talk about China and why the NBA salary cap is so high and why it's going to explode again and why things were weird when, you know, the, things happen with China and NBA players and GMs and, you know, and suspensions, like, because that's, that's the moneymaker. And we saw it with Jeremy Lin. So I feel like that's why HBO, you know, is pushing yeah, this more than anything. This is not like a New York Knicks production. You know what I mean? This is a HBO. Get clicks, you know they got the China, for sure. they got Kobe, they got it's the, Knicks. the Knicks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got this handy. You, 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 you get, you get, you get a trifecta going on. Exactly. I get it. Yeah, I so get that, it. that that's the that's the angle. So 
yes, I don't think it's going to be this huge, like, I ha- I'm going to, like, buy the physical DVD of Lynn Sanity so I can, you know, put it, but, like, Blood in the Garden, like, I, I, you know, I, I might have to actually oh, purchase for sure. a physical copy, you know, put it next to the book, just so we have the visual next to it, so I'm not, you know, depending on a stream or something, because that is, like, my childhood. That's in New York Knicks. Like, yes. Lynn Sanity is fun. Honestly, I'm hyped. So, if it's like one, one, like, one hour or whatever hour 45 minutes to hour and a half an hour and a half is a little long but something like that of linsanity keep that like now it's just um it's got to be like in one place you know what i mean like if somebody wants to know about linsanity they can't just go to a youtube or you know they can't just like read a couple articles like you want to go to one specific docuseries like you're good to go like for example tim donahue I know we're jumping all over the place here, but it looks like we're, you know, talking a little entertainment here. Like Tim Donahue, there's that podcast about him, right? And then there's uh, the the documentary series, like the one episode that just came out on Netflix. That's like sort of like the Manti Teo, same company, same production. So it's like if you want to know about Tim Donahue, you could watch those two things. If you want to know about Manti Teo, you could watch that. You could watch that two episode docu series. If you want to know sure. about Lynn Sanity. And you don't want to watch the games. You don't want to watch random stuff on YouTube, which are also fun. You could probably just watch this documentary. So I think it's cool to just capture it. Like, I don't know. So I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm hyped with it. It's something positive for, for the Knicks, Alex. Like, I think that, that's how I'm thinking about it. Usually it comes out. It's like, okay, like RJ, uh, RJ, Reggie Miller and all this crap or whether it's, you know, Patrick Ewing uh, or whether it's more mislayups it's always tragedy when it comes to the Knicks. So, you know, Hakeem Olajuwon, I've been hearing all the stuff recently for some reason about like Hakeem Olajuwon, how he was fasting, uh, intermittent fasting is getting popular again and how he was fasting for the Knicks in the championship. Like all these things like are coming up. It's always just negative for the Knicks. So I'm happy. It's like a nice little positive story. Like, dude, we were so hyped that we have both of us, Linsanity memorabilia. Like, I didn't buy this. I meant, like, literally my cousins bought it for me on my birthday. But, yo, like, you have a jersey for it. That, that is literally, do you have a, do you have any Starks memorabilia? Do you have a Starks jersey? Uh, sure? I do not have a, I don't have a Starks jersey. That's literally the only Knicks or Larry Johnson. Do you have a Larry Johnson jersey or shirt? I actually had a Spreewell jersey over before, uh, before my Larry Johnson. Okay. Larry so Johnson, I grew out of it. So, between me and you, the only, actual memorabilia that we share is Jeremy Lin, <laughs> like name brand. So like, you know, like that's, uh, that's pretty interesting, right? Like we don't actually, well, it's care a moment, about him, but I, we still no, got hyped about it's it. It's a moment. No, well, that Raptors a, game. It, it's a, bro, di- oh, the Raptors game. Look over Jordan. Oh, uh, not, uh, what's his name? Oh my God. The Rosen. I hate him so much. No, no. He was our point guard for, oh my God, the Spanish kid. Oh my God. What's his name? I'm sorry. This is bad podcasting today. What's his name? The point guard. He was on our team. The Ramon Sessions. I mean, we had Ramon Sessions. We had, uh, Spanish. uh, oh my God. Oh my God. I, I know who you're talking Toronto. about. Oh my God. What's I can't his rem- name? I can't, okay. I can't remember just, him right just now. Just keep going. I see his face and he was like on our, he was, he's assistant coach somewhere. I, I hate myself. I can't figure it out. But anyway, those, those are, those are my family. I'll look him up while you go. Yeah. No, like, look, I get it. Insanity. Great moment. Love the moment. Love watching it. Got the shirt for it. I thought he was going to be our next point guard. I thought he would be an answer to a position that we didn't have solved for such a long time. 
I guess it's for me from the Knicks from the Knicks fan perspective, knowing how it ended, the fact that he went to Houston afterwards. We didn't. Who's we like Calderon? Calderon. Sorry, this guy. I had to. Ah, oh, man. I now remember. Yes, Jose Calderon. Can't forget <laughs> yeah, he, that guy. <laughs> Can't forget him being the Knicks point guard at one point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Him and I don't want to go down that list. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> gone down that list too many times. But I thought he would be an answer. I thought he, but like I said, the, the thing that came back to me, not I, I thought Lynn would be the answer, <laughs> not Calderon. The thing that, uh, the thing that I, that, 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 irks me about when sanity is how it ended the whole 85% that he could have played him against Miami. It's a playoff game. That was so annoying. That's annoying that and knowing that aspect as a Knicks fan. Yes. The documentary is going to show the magical time period. I'm sure that I'm sure they'll touch on why he wasn't a Nick and why he went to Houston and all those things. Hopefully they like, he acknowledges like, Hey, during the playoffs, I said this and I didn't play and they needed me. And I didn't because I got exposed against Miami. And he did. Dwayne Wade with Braun James, you know, <laughs> they, they showed him like, who's Lynn Sanity? And then I remember the Knicks losing that game. That was like badly. the one. I mean, like, th- this is one of the best teams of all time. But yeah. yeah. No, it was one of the best teams of all time. But you at least hope the Knicks were competitive in that game and not just watching Lynn get, get whooped, man. But actually, so I think that's the thing with it. When I hear like the Lynn Sanity and we've done so many things for Lynn Sanity in between that time, we've had docuseries, we had had interviews about Lynn and all of that. That I just, it's for me like, how much more can we go into the story? How much more can we document this story and get every single angle on how, Lynn Sanity? How, how you feel about Jeremy Lynn is exactly how I feel about Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> fair fair <laughs> enough uh that's fair enough but that's that's just kind of where i am with the insanity uh conversation at this point it's it was a great moment loved every single minute of it i remember being in a bar i remember being in a bar with my boy we were watching the game and lynn was you know scoring against deron williams against the brooklyn nets i was like yo Let's go. Can he keep going? Can he keep doing this? And then it, it's the Lakers and then it's the Raptors. And then it the was Lakers good, game was fun though. Him against the Kobe Lakers was game fun. was a lot of fun. Him against yeah, the that, Raptors, that, that buzzer beater from the top Friday night three was crazy. Pretty sure that was a Friday night game against the I Lakers. Think it was. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you had your whole Friday night Knicks intro. I was once again out at a bar watching that with my boys. It, it was a whole, it was a whole experience, man. It was a whole experience. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. 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 Stop. 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 I can't believe they hit. Check out Leo, check out uh, Leo Valentine. Uh, Leo Valentine should be uh, should be thrilled. We gotta check have out his YouTube. On. But man, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just my feelings on insanity. Good for him, man. Phenomenal story. I'm definitely gonna watch it just because anything next related, I'm gonna watch. That's just how I roll. But let's move on to the next topic, man. Got another topic written by one Mr. Ian Begley of SNY. Nick's youth man could be getting more minutes. More minutes for Emmanuel quickly. Let's talk about that. How how do you feel about that? Uh, uh, Tom Thibodeau and the coaching staff, there's belief that quickly we'll see an uptick in minutes this upcoming season. I like it. 
I th- I think you, you, the more Emmanuel quickly, the better. We saw him improve on his playmaking, rebounding last season. We know he's a scorer once he gets it going. Microwave. All right, got that uh, 2K token microwave coin right next. Uh, should be on his badge, on his jersey. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to have Manuel quickly get more minutes. He's such a key part to this team. And I'm glad that he wasn't traded with RJ. Glad he, I'm glad that we get to see a lot yeah. of the youth, man. I'm glad that we get to see a lot of the youth this upcoming season. I'm glad, we have, I'm glad we have NBA players on our team and Thank not Donovan Mitchell and G League guys <laughs> and no <laughs> draft picks. That's, that, that sounds good to me as well. And, dude, maybe IQ and Don Mitchell were talking about how IQ could be a better basketball player, you know, in his role and not really about where they're going to be, you know, teammates because they kind of play the same position. In a way, I know IQ, I know, you know, IQ's bench and Don Mitchell starts, but they do the same exact thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when they're in and when they're ball dominant. And honestly, when they're off ball sometimes, honestly, I think IQ's better off ball than Mitchell. Mitchell sometimes hides when he doesn't have the ball in the corner. IQ sometimes moves, but like I am getting IQ's flashbacks. also a good defender. Yeah. I mean, Mitchell, I think he's, I think he's getting a lot more slack than he deserves. I, I know because Gobert's there, so you're like, you're the defensive player of the year, but he's not a guard. <laughs> he's, he's with Mike Conley and, and Ricky Rubio. <laughs> it's, it's, it's different. So I, I think he gets a little more slack than he deserves there. I think he's going to be a lot better on Cleveland. I think it'd be a, I think it would have been great on the Knicks, uh, with Tibbs. Uh, I think they would have been fine. I think mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson's going to be fine with the Knicks. It, it, I think it, the, the scheme matters. For example, Steph Curry sucks on defense and he's fine on Golden State. They just, you know, you could, you could, you could maneuver it, in my opinion. But yo, the only thing I have, the only thing I have to ask you, like, where everyone's going to be hyped. This is, you know, almost a rhetorical question. How do you feel about IQ getting more minutes? We're all hyped. My question to you, though, is, I'm not the math guy here. You add minutes for one guard, you got a minus minutes from another guard, and. If you want to talk about, you know, minutes and guards, first of all, we've never had a starting point guard that's going to eat up minutes like Jalen Brunson's about to. So oh, yeah. that's number one, a huge hurdle that, you know, that the Knicks rotation is going to, he's going to, he's going to play at least 30 minutes a game. You know what I'm saying? So probably more. <laughs> I, I, of course. I'm just saying at least at the very least, yeah. it ha- we never have that. We never have. Point guards that play that long are starting point guards at that. What do I do with my hands? What do I do with my hands? Like, literally, <laughs> exactly. that's feel like where you're taking the ball. Like, what do I do with my hands? They're exactly. point guard playing 30 minutes. Whoa. <laughs> exactly. And he's going to play more, like you said. Behind him is, I would assume, D Rose, but maybe he's going to get pushed in this veteran position because you have to feed IQ and you got to feed Evan Fournier. So, and, and obviously Grimes. I'm just assuming Grimes is starting. So if you're gonna yeah. start if you're gonna start Grimes with Bronson, and now you and you're gonna elevate IQ, unless Fournier's playing small forward, which honestly wouldn't be too bad. Off the bench, I opinion. think he could do that. I think he could do that off the bench. If you put Evan Fournier off the bench at small forward, I think that would work really, really well. So that so then so then that, that so then from my perspective, that kind of answers my question because I know for a fact, close your ears, Cam Reddish fans. I'm also a Cam Reddish fan, but just close your ears for a second because I don't think he's going to play. So I think if Fournier goes to small forward, you can kind of do D-Rose, IQ, and we know that when they played together, it was unbelievable. Like, we remember those days. We actually have evidence of that. So if, <laughs> if you could do 
IQ, D. Rose, Evan Fournier, Obi Toppin. And then whether it's Hardenstein, Jericho Sims, that's a squad, man. So that, let me ask that you. That could be question. one of the best benches in the league. And that's and that's why I have confidence in this New York Knicks team. And that's why when people look at you know the Hawks on paper, if they stop reading after the first couple of names, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're gonna think Atlanta's amazing. But once you start looking at the depth, it's it gets really bad on some teams, man. So let me ask you this question. Manuel Quickly was averaging somewhere between 15 to 20 minutes before the All-Star break. After the All-Star break, he was averaging 27 and a half minutes per game. 27 and a half? 20, 27 and a half post-All-Star break. That's a lot. They were talk- yeah, it is a lot. When you hear the word increase in minutes, are we thinking that it's going to repeat to 27 and a half? Do we think it's going to be more than 27 and a half? Or are we thinking that it'll be like a 22 to 25 minutes per game? Because last season he averaged, and that's because this is because of how he ended last season. He averaged 23.1 minutes per game. Where do you think that, where do you think he stands? Where do you think he stands? If they're getting an increase in minutes, I would have to think it's got to get up to 25 minimum. Yeah. So if I, no, if I could make my own bracket, I would put it from 20 to 27, right? Because that's an increase. And I don't think he's going to get more than 27 and a half. Don't forget, we were playing against G League guys. Like Obi Toppin fans, uh, Blood of the Panda, close your ears for a second. Though Obi Toppin's numbers are inflated. Okay, I know he dropped 45 points. He's playing against G League players. I'm sorry. He, he was. And IQ was also playing during those times. It's just like, I love Obi, but it's inflated. Dude. He's not a 45. He's not going to drop 45 points on a starting team. And IQ is probably not going to get 27 and a half minutes. And we know... It kind of sounds ridiculous to be this stingy, but nobody's more stingy with the minutes than Coach Tips. So if I have to make my own bracket, I'm saying 20 to 27. You want to middle me out of 25? I'll take that. I'll take IQ 25 minutes a game. That's that's four or five threes. Hit you, you go go 40, 50%. Hit your free throws this year. Make a couple passes, make a couple defensive plays, like literally two assists and a deflection, maybe a mm-hmm. steal. That's that's great that wins basketball games, man. For sure. I think I'm trying to pull up the numbers and see what how the averages work out for this team, especially when we actually have players available. So I think he'll end up somewhere around the Derrick Rose numbers, which is twenty seven. I think that's where quickly he's gonna end up around this season. That's a lot. I think I think I think Derrick Rose is gonna take a back seat and we're gonna see a man quickly. Derrick Rose will be a key part. But we know how he wants that 20 to 25 minute mark. I think they're going to try to be careful. I think they're going to try to be careful. They are going to play together, but I think Derrick Rose is going to have more time to rest because of the guys who showed promise. Like we heard, we had Berman on this pod talk about how he wished he played Obi more down the stretch of game. So I think Randall's going to get some minutes taken off from his workload. I think the same thing is going to go for Derrick Rose, where he's going to get minutes taken off his workload for Emmanuel quickly to step up. Quentin Grimes is going to be, I think, a mainstay in this rotation. I think he will be a starter because of his defense, his off-ball prowl. I, I just don't see how that doesn't fit. And I think the big thing, even though the Knicks are so far out of reach right now based on how the East is shaping up for playoff-wise, my expectation is that Tom Thibodeau will... I think Tom, play-in is different than playoffs. Play-in, I think they're a 10. I think they can get to 10. I don't think they're that far, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. Not this for this season. I think it's, I think it's rough. 
down the line in the future? Sure. But I think for this season, Thibodeau will finally understand that he's got to give players some sort of rest. And that, and these are the guys that are going to get the rest. I think he's going to, I think it will be Randall. I think it will be Rose because we had to rely heavily on Rose two seasons ago in the playoffs. And we saw what happened. He got injured. Then we lost him for the entire season. Everything went downhill once Rose got injured. Couldn't use, we couldn't have Rose on this team anymore last, last year. Randall had a heavy workout in two seasons in a row. I think you have to pull it back. That's just my opinion. I need to ask you some rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Okay, let's go. Are the Knicks better than the Wizards? The Wizards? Yes. Are they better than the Raptors? No. Are they better than the Pistons? Yes. Are they better than the Pacers? Yes. Better than the Magic? Yes. Hornets? Yes. I had to think about that one because I, I forgot. I had to make sure I had to think in my head quickly who's on that roster. <laughs> Come it's, on, dude. That one hurt. He took long. The Bulls? No. No Lonzo. Still not better than the Bulls. The center stinks. Still not better. You, DeRozan or Levine, man, along with those are two yeah. gr- solid offensive hubs. Alex Caruso is a good defensive player. Patrick Williams yeah, takes another step forward. Oh, come on, man. I got, you got to give the Bills some respect. <laughs> as much as I hate them, you got to give them some respect with that team. The Hawks? I don't think the Hawks are that good. I think that roster. Me trash. either. Dude. That's what I don't understand. That's what I don't get. It. So in that case, I'm going to give you everybody else, right? Uh, like Sixers, right, so Bucks, Cavs, yeah, Celtics, Sixers, Bucks, Cavs, Heat. Celtics. Yep, that's five. Nets. You, I mean, you got you, the, yeah, Nets, the Nets. The Nets are, are going to be good too. You put yeah, the Raptors. So this team, you put yeah, the Raptors. Yeah. So, so we got so, so we got seventeen. We got seventeen. It's not out of reach. We're not that far away. That's all. That's could, they the, could they We're make the? Could they make the play away. in? Could they make the play in and, and win the games that they need to to make the playoffs? Absolutely. There's always that possibility. Are they going to make a deep playoff run? Absolutely not. <laughs> not this year. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't say deep playoff run, but I think we're going to make the playoffs. Okay. It, it's definitely within reach. I think this this team is definitely a 10th seed team for a play in. That's my I mean, expectation. It, I think it starts with uh, Star J. Barrett, who your co host on Knicks Fan TV. Uh, CP the franchise uh, just had a nice little franchise, franchise, franchise. What I say? Franchise. It's not oh, a franchise. I? I meant yeah. I meant to say franchise. Uh, he 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 had a nice little uh, nice little interview with RJ Barrett on his birthday. So shout out to CP. Yeah, happy birthday uh, to CP. And I think that this is going to honestly, it's RJ Barrett's season to make or break. He just got paid. He's inefficient as hell. He has a point guard. Randall's on the hot seat. Coach's on the hot seat. It's on RJ. It's on a lot of people. I mean, Randall too, man. I mean, we went through that. It's not on Randall, though. Randall stinks. Eh. So if the, it's if, on Randall. If, if, if the Knicks stick because of Randall, this is not going to be a – this is going to be a Knicks problem. It's not going to be a – what are we going to do? You know, it's not going to be a Randall fix. If well, he's RJ on his team. Dude, if RJ stinks, we are screwed. If RJ stinks, I agree. We're screwed. He's not going. If, if Randall he's, he's, stinks, it's not a big deal. If, if Jalen Brunson stinks, we are screwed. Yeah, okay, I see where you're going with this. I see where you're going with this. <laughs> I see where you're going with this. Randall if still stinks. We're almost screwed. Just so you know. 
<laughs> I don't think any of those things are gonna. I don't think any of those guys are gonna stink. I think those guys, these guys are are good. I think they're solid. I think we'll be we'll have a solid team that will be competitive night in and night out. But you need all those guys to perform at an efficient level. This team has just. Randall was so hyper efficient two seasons ago. It was just bananas. <laughs> RJ was also efficient two seasons ago. Not hyper efficient, but he was just really efficient. And from the corner three. From just three in general. He shot 40%. From the corner. But like he just he Great from the corner. layups or free throws. It's annoying. I, I get that. And now I that he's that. extended, I, we can be honest about the whole thing. Dude, you got to hit your layups <laughs> and you got to hit your free throws. That's it. <laughs> We know that nice the numbers anymore. we know that the numbers do not <laughs> support RJ. Yes, he needs to improve on those areas. Yeah. That's it. I don't have to I, defend him at all anymore. He got paid. He's here. We did not we're not trading him. And so now I can call I, I, I can call for what it is. You gotta make these freaking layups. You stink at the damn when you when you get to the hoop. You really gotta get to the hoop. You got the you got you got you got the first step. He can shimmy his way out. If he can go lefty and righty, he can switch up depending on where the defender is. He can block out the defender with his off shoulder. It's really good. He can he can fade away baseline, but he can't finish. And then he gets to the free throw line, which is really good at it, and he can't hit a free throw. It's disgusting. So he got paid, the leader of this franchise. Get us the damn seven seed. Six seed? Six seed. Six. Wow. <laughs> get us the damn six This season. This season? You want this season? I mean, well, I know you're always the playoffs. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. I'm just not worried about the Chicago Bulls. They're good. I'm just not worried about them. Uh, they can go on easy losing streaks. I'm not worried about the Atlanta Hawks in the least bit. Like, I can't, Actually, when I look, when I look back I at that, when, when I look at that Atlanta Hawks roster, it is bare. So Outside bad. of Dejo- <laughs> Dejounte Murray, Trey Young, and Clint Capella and Collins. Sure. Yikes! Yeah, you, got, you got to throw it in there, dude. But yeah, it's bad. They got Bogey at least still, but he's injured. Yeah. But I mean, the Celtics—they designed uh, Galnar, and he's hurt. I mean, uh, I Celtics know, I know are still deep, though. Celtics are still deep. I know, but Robert Williams now he's hurt forever. Do you the article that came out today? I did see. I did see that. Yeah, <laughs> I did see. That's insane. They were trying to trade Jalen Brown. How good could Marcus Smart be in consecutive years? I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I'm not saying the Knicks are better than them or anything. I just think it's. I just think it's. It's for the taking. Can the Heat suck a little bit more than last year? I think it's possible they regress a little bit more. The only teams I'm really honestly scared of are, I'm be honest with you right now, the Cavs. But we talk about them a lot. I think the Cavs are going to be very, very good. I Bucks. think the Bucks are going to be. I think the Bucks are going to win the 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 East. I think the Nets are going to be very good. It's the best team Kevin Durant has has played with the Nets. However, they need a center. They'll probably figure that out. So Ben Simmons. We'll see, dude. He could be really good for them. We'll see what happens. So I I I I, I like the Nets a lot. I like the Bucks a lot. 76ers, as long as Embiid is is, is upright, it'll be good. But I don't know. <laughs> like he's gonna do another season, another playoffs, upright and healthy and play well. And James Harden, all right. I'm not. I'm not gonna <laughs> say. I'm, like I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about James Harden. I don't know. I don't trust. I do not trust Joel Embiid as far as I could throw him. Literally, that's that's how much I trust. Him. I mean, I'd be, I'd be pretty impressed if you could throw Joel Embiid. He's a big, and pretty big guy. I probably can't even move him, and that's exactly how much I trust. The <laughs> this year, Doc Rivers. Oh my God! The die. Here, here we go. About? 
You hate this. I know you hate this team like down to the core. You look at this roster and you look at the coaching staff. I just see disgust in your. You just. I just see disgust in this face. It is. It is disgusting. So you know, I know we're a little ahead of ourselves with the Knicks standings. I know it's uh, when I look when I pull up the teams, it's just zeros everywhere, which feels good. But I don't know. Feel safe. Feel safe. (laughs) I do. I feel safe, and we have a point guard, so I feel extra safe. John goes to bed, uh, quiet, uh, very quietly at night. You're like, ah, the Knicks are here, so whoo. You know, you know, yeah, like the 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 verbal meme, uh, Homer Simpson, and then he has like something cuddling with him. Yes, and the picture, and that picture is Jalen Brunson because he's a point guard, just like the point guard, starting point guard. That's all I have. Like, just the starting point guard is filled, like no vacancy. Like that makes me so happy. Starting point guard is not out to lunch. That's literally um, why I have confidence in the New York Knicks for the first time in a very long time because they have a point guard. Okay, let's go. I believe in Jalen Brunson too. We talked about Jalen Brunson extensively on this He's podcast. He's going to be so damn good, man. Extensively. Well, well man, I think... Layups to free throws. Oh, you heard it here. Been hearing it here from John all the time. John's about to be brutally honest with RJ this season. <laughs> no holding it. back. He's our guy now. now that's it, like... You know, He's like, oh, you got you got the contract. Now I can really tell you how I feel. Yeah, when you first start dating the girl, you can't point out the flaws. Like everything is good, everything is great. You know what I'm saying? Until you lock it up, Alex. Right? You get married, you get the other side, and then you can start being like, I right. <laughs> like now that now that we're, we're here for the long haul, like you gotta fix this up, you gotta clean this up here, you gotta you know do this a little bit more, and that's that's where we are right now with RJ. Now we're married. <laughs> now 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 it comes out. Oh man. Love this analogy. This is great. I will keep, I will plead the fifth not to add to this conversation. And on that note, I think it's been a good, I think this has been a good conversation about the Knicks. Uh, man, for all you who are tuning in, listening to this podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. You know what to do. Please make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, only Stitch Unit. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a review or comment. You can also find this podcast on the Daily Knicks or the Jet Press because we are partnered with Fanside and Minute Media. Come on, everyone. You know what to do. It's free. Subscribe. It's easy. You know what else is free to subscribe? That YouTube page. Knicks coming. Jets coming. ETC, period. No one writes out, et cetera. That shit's wild. Find the page. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. When you watch a video... Leave a comment. Add to the conversation. We drop the Knicks. We drop the Knicks. Leave a comment on the Knicks. All you have to comment on the Knicks. We appreciate it. Butter DePonta, I-95 Bully. All you guys are great. We appreciate all the conversations, especially the regulars. Come on, guys. Jets, we need a little bit more comments on the Jets. All right. Uh, we got John's uncle in here. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, <laughs> Unc. Always add to the conversation. The Jets got to win, Unc. How you feeling? Let us know. He's one of the biggest <laughs> Jets fans. Probably yeah, easily top five biggest Jets fans that I know. All right, uh, he he ha- he has. Shout out to you, uh, Uncle Mike. He has the coolest. This is the second time it's been mentioned on this podcast. Now he caught it the last time. Uh, it was a Jets one, so I don't know if he's in the weeds of these Knicks ones, but Ooh. he has the coolest Joe Namath jersey. It's like a oh it's yeah, like a legit off the rack jersey when it when Ooh. when it was out. Like he's that old school. Staten, his dad's Staten Island. Okay, uh, you know, back in the day, like he's he, he's 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 old school. So he's got he's got the Joe Namath like 
Reebok, like with the with the letters, oh, like oh, um, he got the Reebok joint. Oh, okay, yeah, with like I, I, I've been looking for it everywhere. I cannot find this name of jersey. It has to be fake because I can't find it anywhere. But but it's it, it, it's so real that it looks fake and it has you know, like for example, my Justin McCarran's jersey, yes, or my DeBrick jersey. Uh, you know how they fade a little bit, like the numbers start fading. Yep, like that's how his name and jersey looks. It's a, it's the perfect jersey. So okay, uh, okay. So he, he, he's one of the most diehard Jets fans. He he actually went to he does one uh, away away game every year. He always tries to get me to go. He take he goes with like a huge group of Jets fans. Uh, oh, let's so, go. Uh, he, he he. I'll be honest. He got, he was one of the people that inspired me to start going to away Jets games. That's what that's what I like to do too. I gotta figure out this yeah. year. Still, I still gotta figure out this year. Lambo um, still open. I actually That's just wild. speaking of Lambo, I just booked my alumni tour with Amon Green. I couldn't buy her, dude. I, there has to be a trivia question: Who is the leading rusher in Green Bay Packer history? And almost every stat is Amon Green. That's so yeah, weird. That's so. That's the weirdest thing. I, I thought it was. We're getting we're getting we're going a little off track here because it's the next pod. But hey, you know what? Also, yeah, a good stat, etc. You, you know, it's also a good uh, good stat. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco, the league <laughs> in passing attempts by a solid thirteen. The only man in triple digits. <laughs> Dude, he's not only pass, he's also killing it in, in in yards. And I think PFF has him. You think he's twelfth in yards? And he has uh, PFF has him as third overall this year so far. Insane. Elite Flacco's back in action. Let's go. <laughs> Classic. Whatever. Never thought I'd have to be saying. Never thought I'd be saying this with with actual somewhat confidence. <laughs> but here we are. We are. As, as Jets fans, we are. <laughs> we are battered. Quite, we, are, we are quite we, the we, bipolar fan base. Literally in the third quarter, we wanted to cut this guy. And, and play Mike White. Castrate him, bro. And castrate the, the man. And the fourth quarter. Now we're talking about how he's amazing. And he's a, a, elite, man. Elite. Elite. Everyone loves him. He's back. This this Jets fan base on full tilt. We're fickle. By, cor- by quarter. Down to the we minute. Are, we are fickle right now. We are, we have no, we have no <laughs> foundation to stand on. <laughs> we're just like a pendulum. Wherever it goes, we are all we are there. <laughs> That's a fact. Oh, man. Then last and certainly not least, please make sure. Well, actually, before that. Almost forgot. <laughs> While you're also over at the YouTube page, John talked about it earlier. Check out Winning Picks Weekly, okay? If you guys are all into killed, killed you guys college, and ladies, bro. if killed you guys and la- if you guys and ladies are into sports betting, gambling, you got to check these guys out. Winning Picks Weekly. These guys got you covered. Whether it's the NFL, college football, NBA, MLB, go check them out. If you got to put money down the line. There's no better guys to check out than John, video producer Greg, and our guy and co-host Chip Murphy. Now, last and certainly not least. Please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. All right, everyone. We'll catch you later this week for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Knicks Jets, etc. podcast. Woo! We out. Aaron Judge. 60, baby. Ooh. Let's go. 60 home runs. Aaron Judge. In, in the running, in the run for the triple crown, bro. In the running for the triple crown. This guy's this he's about to get paid. He's got he's gonna get paid, bro. Dude's gonna get this paid. Tied the babe. He's gonna get paid. Yo, let me ask you a question here. All right. What I'm going to uh, 15 games left in the season. Yep. I'll ask you two questions. So 15 game season, how many is he gonna hit? He- There's no way he can hit 15 home runs. No, this is not to hit 15. He only has to hit 14 to get the world record now. I know, but still, 
That's still a lot. I know, I know. I think he's got seven in him. 67? Yeah, I think okay, he's really follow, up. follow up. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to the 10th the 10th game. Nine, okay. Nine more games in between. I'm going to the 10th game in left field. Row six. Okay. That'll probably be his what, fifth home what run. home run. What home run am I catching? 65. Would, you, would I rather that be 63 or 65? 63, obviously, right? I don't know. Because it keeps becoming the record, right? Because, like, 63 is no longer relevant when you have 65, right? Like... Roger I Maris think at that is, point, still at that point, you still have a home run baseball. It's still, it's still relevant. All right, this is, this is an interesting conversation. I've been thinking about it just because this never happened, so I've been thinking about it a lot. Like, say for example, if Babe Ruth had fifty nine. Yeah. Roger Maris's sixtieth home run would be the most amazing thing ever. It would have been the highest revenue ball until he got sixty one. Now, nobody cares about number 60 because 61 is the ball. So that's why I'm wondering if, like, 63 wouldn't matter anymore. 62 wouldn't matter anymore if he had 65. You know what I mean? Okay. That's just me yeah. thinking. I know I just said 60 a lot. But <laughs> but that, 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 that that's just been in my head. I'm just wondering. This is really cool. I'm just really excited. I know we suck. And it's it's nice that we have such a big lead in the, in the AL East. Yeah. It's, it's amazing that we're going to be number two because that's the best spot. So we don't have to <laughs> uh, play the best teams in the, in the AL. Somehow Woo! that worked out that way. And we get this little on the side. So it sucks that we lost today. Well, we're down A5 with no outs possible, but not looking great. But, dude, this this little home run chase for Aaron, Rudge, Aaron Judge just tied Babe Ruth for home runs in the season. Of the Insane. Next up, Roger Maris in the AL record. Let's go. Let's go, baby. And on that note, and on that note, let's go. Man on first. We out. Oh, we out. Two. Yo, Alex, Yankees about to win this game, bro. We out. Let's go. Let's go. Yankees, I take everything back. Yankees about to win this game. Let's go.